I went to Whole Foods to get some like some salmon and some stuff. And I brought my reusable bag. And I didn't know that they weren't taking them anymore. So I go to checkout and the lady's like, oh, yeah, people take your reusable bags. And I'm like, all right, no worries. I'll just, so I throw it like in the bottom of my cart. So then I, they, she puts the two bags of these in the store into my cart. So I, I leave the store, I put the cart back, but I forget my reusable bag is underneath. And so I get home, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's the worst. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Without a Roadmap. This is the show for product people who don't have all the answers. We tell the stories of the PMs who get the job done, but are still figuring it out. My name's Jonas. My name is Cam. Jonas and I are both PMs at Parlor, which is a startup located in downtown Boston. And like Jonas said, we're here to share the perspective of two early PMs um, just figuring things out. So with that, today, we want to talk about how to prioritize all the things you're responsible for, all, how to manage your time effectively, and how to also deprioritize things that you can't get to during the week or during the whatever sprint you have and how to communicate those things effectively with your manager to say, hey, I couldn't get this done because of X, Y, Z reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the nice thing about, I mean, you know, all things considered being on lockdown, uh, you know, it's given us a lot of time to focus uh, product wise on kind of improving the core functionalities to Parler. Uh, and that's exciting because, you know, as much product work as possible or getting to do as much product work as possible is like what we love to do. The fun um, stuff. But at the, that's the fun stuff. That's what that's what <laughs> I find most exciting. You know, sorry, Adam, you know, the marketing work is also, <laughs> it's also cool. <laughs> Uh, but you know, given, given that we have shifted our priorities, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, uh, as a company, uh, and you know, we are taking on a number of new projects. It's kind of introduced the need for us to really manage our time appropriately. Uh, we've also brought on a couple additional engineers lately. So I was beginning to understand their cadences and, you know, just, just like overall organization, which is something that. I, you know, Cam could probably tell you he won't because he's a nice guy, but something I need a lot of work <laughs> on. He's the he's the organized guy of the of this group. <laughs> I try to be. I try to be. But but yeah, just like you said, like I feel like the last two weeks we've like just super ramped up and everything, even in the marketing stuff, which has made it difficult for me to kind of understand like what needs to be done and how to do things in order, like what's the most highest priority thing versus what I could be doing that or not, what I'm not doing that could potentially block others. So for example, since we're doing a lot of product stuff and obviously John does, Jonah, our designer does the designs, we write the stories and we hand it off to engineering. So if we're not doing one of the, like one aspect of either reviewing designs with Jonah, writing stories or doing an engineering handoff with Louise, who's the VP of engineering that could potentially block either Louise, Jonah, or, the engineers who actually got to build the stuff we want to want to build. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah. it's been hard trying to find that balance between like, we're doing a whole bunch of marketing stuff to kind of do all those initiatives we were talking about internally and also prioritize all the big product stuff that we need to get done to be successful as a mm -hmm. company. Right. And then you also, you're going to have your own, priorities like what you and the work you enjoy doing the most <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but yeah you know, like you said at the same time we have some really important marketing initiatives going on right now uh hopefully something we could talk about very soon uh but you know <laughs> it, it's just it's just difficult uh because you know you have your own internal prioritization uh you know of like yeah. what you what you feel is most important yeah. uh, the stuff that you default to that's because you find it fun 
right, right, <laughs> or you, right. you enjoy more. So for right. us, it's like writing story, like like doing all the product stuff, and then whenever sorry adam again but when we have our blogs to write like i've been pushing that back like <laughs> like two weeks <laughs> yeah 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 sorry that that white paper it's gonna come it's gonna come okay. but uh yeah so it, it, as pms uh the the rest of the product org like the design team the engineers uh obviously heavily rely on our organization and our ability to prioritize our ability to communicate effectively uh so it's like it's kind of a, you know, the effect is exponential to the rest of the team when you're not on top of uh, your own priorities as a product manager. So it's super important, but it's like still something that I think I struggle with. And, you know, I I'm, would love to hear this, you know, is obviously going to become be anything we say is from our perspective. Uh, but, you know, I feel like uh, it's something that uh, every org is, is deals with at some point, but I, I'd love to hear from other people's perspectives, like how they approach uh, prioritizing work. Um, like it's, it's just something that uh, I feel like is, is talked about so much, but, you know, regardless of yeah. all the tasks that I hear that all the, all the ways to improve the different tools, like I uh, use Evernote, use this task, man, to doist. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I can't get myself to use in those. <laughs> yeah. Like right, it's, right. It's like, I'll just use a Slack reminder or. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one thing that I, we started at Parler this year was like the company, what do we call them? Company campaigns, like the weekly campaigns, mm. milestones, where yeah. we kind of break down high-level tasks from each department. So engineering, uh, marketing, slash sales, and product. And kind of just do one or two big things and split up the work for, by each person or assign tasks to each person, which kind of helps, like, like, hey, like this is your priority for the week. Like, make sure if nothing else, if all else fails, you get this done. So I feel like that's helped a lot, us mm. switching to that kind of format, because we know at the end of the week, we're going to be judged are like held accountable to what we were assigned to on the whiteboard. Right. Right. And yeah, they like anybody else would probably just call that a sprint, but you know, we're kind of <laughs> culture. We're kind of culture. So, yeah. you know, we got to, we got to call the them campaign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's essentially a sprint, but yeah, we don't want to hold ourselves to, to like, you know, actually completing things at the end of the week because one week is short. I also heard about one day sprints recently, which is wild. One day sprints. What's one that? day sprints. Yeah. It's so it's essentially where you uh, meet as a kind of like on a scrum team every single day. Uh, you have kind of like, you know, tasks that are assigned to you. Uh, you have a review or like a kind of you know, like, yeah, kind of show what you've worked on at four o'clock, you know, essentially. Uh, like stand up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, but it's like being able to like push out uh, things and kind of really small things, ah. but, you know, very effectively over the course of the week, as opposed to working on larger chunks of items. And it kind of forces you, especially when you're working remotely, I think I could see it being useful because it forces you to stay on task on a daily basis, as opposed to jumping from thing to thing. Uh, but, you know, it's, I, I, it's, I think it's tough because you could also kind of face the psychological uh, impact of not getting something done within yeah. a day and, yeah. and that kind of making you feel like it wasn't effective. I think for me, my, something I struggle with, I don't know if I struggle. Well, I definitely struggle with it. I should say that I always offer up my time. So if I, if someone's like working on something, I'm like, Hey, if you need help from me, just let me know. And then it kind of like messes me up because when they do actually take you up on that offer, it just pushes everything else down because it's, I'm basically saying I'll help you, but I do have other stuff to do, but it's like, I don't want to be that person that offers my help. And then 
when they actually say, Hey, I actually want you to do this. I'm like, ah, sorry, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And in like, Oh, you're, you're working on something for, uh, like Jonah, uh, you know, working on like breaking down stories, but then the CEO of the company reaches out and says that you have to draft these emails. Like, you know, yeah, how are you going to yeah. choose? Like, obviously one yeah. has a lot of dependencies and requires that you get something done for the rest of the team. Uh, but this is also coming straight from the person who signs your paycheck. Uh, so it's it sometimes like, obviously with smaller companies, it might be a little easier because, you know, you can easily communicate when, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're blocked or when you're busy and you can't approach things. But uh, it is still tough to prioritize when there's kind of competing uh, priorities yeah. uh, or yeah. expectations from people on the team you know you're working for the director of marketing but you're also working for the you know head of product and you know who do you who do you have to yeah whose task whose task do you get finished for <laughs> yeah like, exactly actually you bring up a good point because i feel like the general rule of thumb when managing your time effectively is to like block off time on your calendar so say for from 10 to 11 i'm going to work on uh, writing stories from two to four, I'm going to work on writing the blog. But like you said, it's not always like, realistic because if you're doing that stuff and like you said, the CEO sends you an email, Hey, I need you to hop on this call and talk about this for however long, like that block of time is just now gone. So you mm -hmm. just can't like the time you had blocked off to work on those tasks. is just now just, just finished. Like it's just gone. <laughs> Right, right. Or when uh, when an important customer reaches out to you in, in Drift or live chat, and you know there's they're experiencing some issues. There's a bug. Uh, you, you get like you know it's their important yeah. customer. You gotta you gotta respond. Or just have a question and, like, okay, how does this work? It's like, oh, <laughs> right. And then you gotta like dive in your bag and like you know try and put together something formal, something nice. You gotta record yeah. a record a video on Loom, and you know it, it, that takes thirty minutes and kind of throws you off your track. So. Uh, uh, I like, I, I don't know if I have an answer for like what, you know, how, cause at the same time, we always know that we want to get to customers as quickly as possible. We don't have a customer support uh, organization here. That's, you're looking at it. So, <laughs> yeah, <that's us>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and we always, we obviously know it's super important that you're responding, uh, you know, quickly yeah, exactly. to, to, to customer, to customer comments and, and bugs and issues that they run into. So, you know, but then on the top of that, you have a list of priorities uh, yeah. and I don't have the answer. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we should bring it up, but, uh, with the, with the management team, but it's something that I deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you're dealing with that stuff and you know, you're not getting to everything you can because so much, there's so much conflicting priorities and competing priorities. I feel like it's the most, the most useful thing you can do is kind of communicate that with your manager or whoever you're working with to kind of say, Hey, like, I know I was supposed to get this done today or this week, but I didn't because of XYZ reasons. And I felt like those were more important to the company. So I did those first. And then usually if you have a, a valid enough reason, they'll understand and be like, all right, I understand where you're coming from. And you won't get too upset about you not delivering on stuff you were supposed to. Right. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to work-life balance you know if you're you're probably going to be able to get around to the work eventually you know it's like especially yeah, since yeah, we're, yeah. we're stuck at home all day uh you know, so <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know even if i take a break after like you know five six o'clock i can always come back and, and work on something but you know like is that the best for for work-life balance especially in this you know in this situation we're all in where we should probably get some get some air which i haven't yeah. been doing enough of lately <laughs> um, yeah i need to get back on my grind too 
Yeah, yeah. Or we yeah. can play uh, Mario Kart like Evelyn does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we're not if we're not getting air, at least at least uh, at least you're like getting a little bit of fun, and you know I can beat you around uh if i can't do it in person on the basketball court you know just do it on a mario kart <laughs> yeah you keep ducking me in rocket league too so i got you man don't worry don't worry I get you, <laughs> <laughs> so you talked a little bit about work-life balance how do you think like how do you think about going through your daily schedule versus like working from home and obviously like going to the office because i feel like obviously when you work from home you save at least in my case at least like an hour and a half commuting every day Mm-hmm. So how has it like impacted you shifting to working from home versus going into the office? Mm-hmm. So I used to wake up at like 6.15 uh, to get into work. I would get into work around 8.30. Uh, so that saved me so much time. Uh, the, the commuting, you know, having to like get dressed and get cute before work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so there's, there's 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 none of that now you know like you know cam's probably see me see, wear the same shirt twice in a row like it, it, it wouldn't be the first time so you know that there's a huge time savings in that and you know i don't think i'm using it super effectively because now i'm waking up at uh like 8 15 you know and then by the time i i get everything ready i'm actually starting work later uh so i'm i you know <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully, man, hopefully management teams out there. <laughs> but, but like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'm working more, you know, more productively throughout the day. Like, you know, I'm not chatting with people, you know, I'm, I'm locked in from like nine yeah. to six, usually at least. Uh, and so, you know, and you're stuck in front of your computer. It's probably not the healthiest thing. Um, but uh, I feel like I've been able to take that time and sleep in a little bit more and feel like really ready to go uh, at the beginning of the day. Um, but you know, hasn't quite added additional time like work time. Um, so, you know, it's been nice though sleeping in. Yeah, yeah. I definitely probably get like at least two more hours of sleep. I would say, um, this because because I don't have to commute, and unfortunately, all the gyms are closed. So there's also me not going to the gym anymore right now, which saving me a ton of money, which is which is also nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm locked into a membership right now. That you didn't uh, get out of it. They wouldn't let, they literally they went offline and they went offline and they were like, Oh, sorry. We like have to like close our offices. I was like, you can't respond to emails. Like everybody's, <laughs> everybody's email got a, got an auto reply set up. Uh, and they just said like, you know, we're just going to upgrade everybody's account. Uh, but sorry, basically you can't get out of your membership right now. Right. Like upgrade. So you're going to have to pay more. No, at the same price you're paying now you'll get like passport, you know? So who cares? Like I, I only go to, I only go to one location that doesn't change my life. I'm just going to pay like an extra three months of membership for, you know, and again, I do that half the year. I pay for the membership and don't use it. So, you know, what's, what's the difference? <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. I think that's a, it's a pretty good little segment for today. Yeah. The episode. Yeah. Keep so it short think- simple today. I think the the whole main thing here that we've like made clear is that we're both very unsure about what the best practices are here. Like, I think there's a lot of commonly, you know, uh, recommended uh, best practices, but I'd love to hear what people are doing in action at their jobs. Um, so please let us know what you're doing uh, to make sure that you're prioritizing work and, and that you're uh, staying on top of everything given, you know, change of priorities and, and you know, different uh, kind of or organizations within your company having different priorities. Yeah, I agree with that. I think one thing I'm going to try to do is actually get like a, a notebook or like a journal 
just to try to, instead of like typing in Slack what I'm going to do today, kind of having something I write down and I can just mark it off. I feel like writing it down will actually hold me more accountable to doing something as opposed to it just being on the screen and it just being up there. Mm. Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm such in the habit of just doing that, that it doesn't do much for me anymore. So I got to switch things up a little bit. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll check back on that in the next episode. See how that's going for you. <laughs> I got to order one first. So give, give me some time. Amazon's a little uh, backed up. <laughs> I, I bet you're you're gonna be surprised how bad all of our handwriting is. I don't know about you, but I haven't written like properly by hand with the yeah. pen. My sister so. always roasts me for my hand, handwriting, so we'll see <laughs> how that goes. It's been a while. It's been uh, yeah. a while. Yeah. All right, but for everyone listening, if you made it this far, <laughs> uh, follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, subscribe, download the episode. Thanks for listening, uh, and see you the next episode yeah